0: This is your host victoria and in today's episode we are talking about being happy for someone else's success we are talking about this topic from many different angles talking about why this is something that we actually struggle to do what are the reasons behind it and what are some big mindset shifts that we need to onboard in order to actually have the capacity to be happy for other people's success other people's happiness other people's achievements etc I really hope that this podcast episode speaks to you. I hope it lights some light bulbs within you, perhaps create some long-term shifts in the way that you look at things. I would love to hear your feedback and I would also love to know where you are right now, what you are doing, what your environment looks like so that I can feel like I am listening to this episode with you next to you. Please take a picture of where you're at right now and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. I cannot wait to see. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hi everyone, today we are talking about being happy for somebody else's success. And I use success as a kind of overarching word, but I mean anything that is positive. So somebody else's happiness, somebody else's achievement, somebody else's health, somebody else's wealth, anything like that. And the topic for this episode actually really came to mind because I saw a quote on Instagram the other day that said, it is the character of very few men to honor without envy a friend who has prospered. I'll say that again it is the character of very few men to honor without envy a friend who has prospered and when i saw this quote it really made me think about how i have actually personally grown in this area a lot myself it's something that i actually used to struggle with i used to feel actually quite a bit of negative emotion when people around me would reach a certain level of success or something great would happen to them and i would always feel a little bit of guilt about the fact that I wasn't able to be fully happy for them. So this ended up being something that I actually struggled with and battled with, and I didn't really know why, and I didn't necessarily want to kind of face the music and deal with it. And it wasn't until I was in yoga teacher training in India quite a few years ago now, that we actually touched on this topic quite a lot and some of the learnings that I made there really kind of started tying the strings together on this topic in general and since then I've been on this big internal journey which has allowed me to actually release a lot of the ego that goes with this idea of feeling envy and jealousy and a little bit of frustration or a little bit of resentment when people around us are successful, are happy, are prospering in whatever it is that they are doing. So I want to tackle this topic from a few different angles and this episode in general will be one that is a little bit more reflective. So I will not be leaving you with some very concrete actionable steps to put in place but I really hope that the general learnings that I'm sharing in this episode will perhaps change your perception as much as they had changed mine. So the first thing I wanted to look at is why is it something that we struggle with, right? Why do we struggle to be happy for other people's success? And of course, one of the main things that comes to mind is there is a sense of jealousy there, right? There's a sense of jealousy or a sense of envy. And what's tricky about an emotion such as jealousy is that it's one that we often attached with a little bit of shame, a little bit of discomfort, and it's one that we don't really like to admit to. So you might find yourself telling your friends, for example, you know, yeah, I'm feeling sad, or I'm feeling stressed, or I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm feeling unsatisfied, or maybe even I'm feeling a little bit lonely. These are things that we might find ourselves being able to share, we very rarely share emotions of jealousy and as i said it's because there's a bit of shame attached to it it's something that we very rarely want to admit to feeling and the way that i really see emotions are the ones that we push back the most tend to be the ones that eat us up the most and they really eat us up under the surface they become something that brews underground they become something that bubble up within us and when we don't actually acknowledge this emotion internally and really point a finger on it then we often struggle to actually move past the emotion so the analogy that i like to give with my clients a lot it's like a monster in the dark so the monster is there as long as the lights are off and the second we turn the lights on we realize actually there's no monster there at all And it's very similar with these kind of emotions that the second we turn the light on and we acknowledge them and we actually vocalize it or put into words what it is that we're feeling then the emotion no longer eats us up there's no more monster in the dark when the light is on the emotion actually dissipates so this is why this is something that actually tends to come up very regularly, it tends to be something that we find very uncomfortable because if we find ourselves in a position where, let's say, we have a friend who has just been incredibly successful in their work, we might find ourselves struggling to actually be genuinely happy for them, but we never want to admit that. We never want to internalize it. We never want to actually connect the dots and realize that the reason why we've maybe been grumpy all day is actually because we're feeling this sense of envy or jealousy towards potentially a friend or that we're actually struggling to be fully happy for them. At the beginning of this episode, I said that we spoke about this a lot in yoga teacher training, and certain conversations we had in yoga teacher training were actually ones that really started my journey in kind of moving away from this type of very negative attitude. And something that one of our teachers had said there was that lighting somebody else's candle does not make yours any dimmer. And that quote in itself was something that really spoke to me it was something that really turned some light bulbs on in my mind and really made me look at things from a very different point of view and the reason why that is is because when we struggle to be happy for somebody else's success it often comes from a place of lack it comes from this idea that if somebody else is going to be successful it means that i will be less so and the idea behind this quote is really saying that there's enough light to go around you can have hundreds of thousands of candles that you light with the light of a single candle and it doesn't make any of the other ones any dimmer right the light is simply being shared around so someone else's success does not make you any less successful and somebody else's happiness does not make you any less happy Somebody else's wealth does not make you any less wealthy. Somebody else's health does not make you any less healthy. So it's not a pie which is being split into pieces. And if somebody takes a piece of pie, it means that there's less for you. On the contrary, all of those things, happiness and success and wealth and love and health, those are all things that are abundant. There's an abundance of them. So when we are looking at these elements of life from a place of lack, we think it's a competition for who's going to get the piece of pie. And that's why we struggle to be happy for somebody else's success, because we see their success as they're almost stealing the pie from you or from somebody else. And I talk about this idea as well a lot in a previous podcast episode where I talk about the money mindset and how we often have this negative view of people who are wealthier, who have accumulated wealth, because we see it as they're stealing wealth from the rest. But when we start seeing wealth as something that is abundant, that is limitless, that everybody can get wealthier together, then there's no more pie that is being split into pieces. It's light that can be shared with as many people as we can. And once we Accept that and we embody that and we truly integrate that kind of perception into our mind, then we realize, well, why not have somebody else happy? Right? If you are in a position in your life in which maybe you're not very happy with your work or with a relationship, then somebody else being happy does not actually change your state of happiness. The only difference is that instead of that person being equally miserable, they're actually able to be happy themselves. So why not? right? If it's not a pie that we're splitting to pieces and instead it's a light that's being shared abundantly around, then what we should be aiming for is for as many candles to light up as possible. So that was a learning which really changed my perception on this whole topic altogether. And when we look at all emotions rooting from either a place of love or a place of fear, which I had spoken about in a previous podcast episode as well, which I'll link in the show notes below, we know that this kind of feeling of not being able to be happy for somebody else's success, it comes from a place of fear, right? If we think that all emotions and all feelings come from either love or either fear, then of course, if we were to be fully happy for somebody else's success, that would come from love. And the alternative comes from fear. And this is where we can really do this kind of internal work and dig deep and say, what are we fearful of? If we have a friend who's met an incredible partner and is now in a thriving relationship, and we feel, of course, part of us might be happy for them and part of us might be a little bit, I don't know, a little bit irritated, a little bit jealous, a little bit annoyed, then dig deep and ask, what fear is there? Is there a fear that I will never find a relationship like that? Is there a fear that my friend has taken the last, you know, solid guy there is out there? I don't know. Is there a fear that... I'm going to work and work and work and never reach the kind of promotion that my friend has just gotten or that somebody around me has just gotten, right? What fear is there? And what I really suggest when you do this kind of reflection is to constantly dig deeper and deeper questioning what fear is below that one. So if you're looking, let's say, at a friend who's in a new relationship and her constantly talking about her new significant other is something that's starting to really get on your nerves, then ask, okay, what is that fear? Is there a fear that I won't meet somebody like that? Okay, and what fear is there? What fear is under that one? Maybe it's a fear that, I don't know, I'm gonna be lonely okay and what fear is there and really dig deep and dig deep and dig deep and understand what is kind of this base fear below it all and this can really create the platform for doing some really intense introspection on that one when it comes to feelings of jealousy and envy as well something that i often talk about with my clients is around values so value work is something that i do a lot both with my one-on-one coaching clients, and it's something that we spend a full week digging deep into in the Self Mastery Solution Program, which is my group coaching program. And we go really deep into what our values are. And one of the best ways to find out what our values truly are is to go through a series of intense emotions and to think of examples in which we have ever felt those emotions. And we go through a series of many, many different emotions, which bring up lots of reflections. But one of those is envy. So what makes us incredibly envious of others? And when there is this feeling of envy, what it can mean is that there's actually a value that somebody else has placed as maybe their number one value And for you, it's not your number one. Maybe it's your number two or it's your number three. So it definitely is high up there. It's still very important to you, but there are other values that are maybe slightly more important. An example would be maybe a friend of yours has found a whole new group of friends and is doing lots of fun social activities with them all the time. And that's something that is just eating away at you a little bit. You feel this sense of annoyance and you're struggling to really just be happy for the fact that she's found this new thriving social group. Maybe it's because although you value friendship and you value social connection, you actually value work more. So you're constantly putting your work first which means that even if she were to invite you to join along, you would actually say no because work to you at the moment is something that you actually value more. It's something that you're prioritizing more. And that can bring a sense of annoyance, of envy. And I'd say something we need to be incredibly wary of is that we might find ourselves feeling resentful and resentful of our own decisions, And it's crazy because we can be very aware of the fact that in that moment of course we choose work over going for let's say an evening dinner but we still feel that resentment there because as i said maybe those friendships are really important to you but they're just not as important and sometimes when it comes to values it can feel like they just guide us without us necessarily quote unquote choosing them and were kind of the victim of the circumstance another example would be if a colleague of yours just got a great promotion and you might feel this sense of envy there because you do value your work a lot you really want to grow in your career but you also maybe value experience and adventure more So a few weeks ago, when there was a long weekend, you decided to go on a long weekend adventure with some friends instead of maybe, I don't know, staying home and doing some extra work that gained her the promotion. But ultimately, that's not how you'd want to live your life. That's not what you value. But it still brings about this little sense of envy because part of you kind of wishes that you could have it all, wishes that you could value adventure and experience and do all of that but then also get the promotion and we know that we can't have it all there's always choices being made so that could be another reason why we might find ourselves in a position where we're actually struggling to be happy for somebody else's success of course the notion of comparison has to be brought up when we talk about this topic right because naturally this idea of living in a place of lack suggests that we're comparing ourselves to somebody else and somebody else being incredibly happy with something in their life makes us all of a sudden feel like we should be less happy. And that's what they always say, that comparison is the thief of joy. And as usual, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, and I'm gonna say there's always two sides to the coin. And although, yes, I completely believe that comparison can be the thief of joy. It can be something that actually makes us change the way that we view our own situation based on somebody else. You might find yourself in a great phase of life where work is going well, relationships are going well, friends are going well, and then somebody, all of a sudden, your entourage has something even more amazing happen to them, and all of a sudden, you're questioning where you're at. You're questioning your friendship group. You're questioning your relationship, all because somebody else maybe created a new sense of comparison for you so i will say that yes comparison can be the thief of joy but equally i will say that there's huge benefit to comparison as well there's a reason why as humans we're constantly comparing ourselves to things and to people around us And it's because comparison can also be a great guide. I think that it's actually a bit dangerous to always demonize comparison completely. I think that it's okay to compare yourself to those around you, it's normal. And it can also give you something for you to work towards. You can look towards somebody you admire and say, yeah, that's what I wanna be, or that's the route I wanna take, or I wanna follow in their trajectory. I think it's just incredibly important to know throughout the whole time that we're all on our own path. And that your path will look nothing like somebody else's, even if you try make it, it never will. Because we're all different, we're all unique, we are all a very special combination of circumstances and experiences and upbringing and culture and mentality and everything just makes us so incredibly unique that our path will always look different to somebody else's. But I think that there can be huge value in being able to compare ourselves healthily to those around us. And maybe when you find yourself struggling to be happy for somebody around you, we should actually try flip that and say, okay, what do they have that maybe I want? And Maybe this really suggests that this is actually something that I want. You know, maybe I didn't even know that I really wanted a loving, committed relationship until my best friend was in one. And then I realized, you know what, this is something I'm ready to prioritize right now in my life. So it can really actually shed some light on things that we want. And I definitely think that there's a healthy way to flip it into something that we now want to aspire towards rather than a sense of jealousy that we actually try to suppress. And as I said, somebody else's path will always look different than yours and somebody else's path ultimately doesn't affect yours it doesn't change yours and i think that that's the biggest misconception with all of this when we find ourselves struggling to be happy for somebody else's success it's because we've misunderstood that their path actually impacts our own and it does not we are all on our completely unique different paths and courses in life And all we should ever be wishing and striving for is somebody else to reach their complete potential of happiness and success and all of those good things. And hopefully use that as a positive influence on how that might be able to inspire our own knowing that we are on our own unique path. So to tie that all together, I know that it wasn't extremely concrete maybe, but it was just a mix of different ideas, a mix of different reflections, the idea that we're not splitting a pie, that we're actually all lighting each other's candles and we can light hundreds and thousands of candles around us and it will never make ours any dimmer that when we feel these certain emotions of maybe jealousy and envy, there is this tendency to actually push them down and be ashamed of them. But the more we can shine light on them, the less they take a hold on us, the more we can understand that these emotions only come from a place of fear and not from love. And they actually provide an opportunity to dig into what maybe these root fears are. To realize that scenarios like this might actually shine a light on what our value hierarchy is and are there certain values that we prioritize instead of others and understand that everybody else has their own hierarchy of values as well and also realizing that it's simply comparison that is standing in the way of our joy but comparison doesn't need to be the thief of joy comparison is only the thief of joy if we allow ego to get in the way But if we can flip it and we can allow comparison to be a great guide, then we can see other people's success, not as something that affects our own journey, but as something that can inspire our own journey. So I hope that that was an interesting episode. I hope that maybe this lit a few light bulbs in your mind. I would love to know what specifically in this episode has spoken to you, has maybe created a bit of food for thought, has pulled you into any other reflections of your own if you want to go deeper in these kind of topics if this is something that interests you then we go way deeper in this in the self-mastery solution program which is my 12-week group coaching program i've just closed up a cohort which i will be starting next week which i'm so excited about but i will have new cohorts coming up in the future so if you are interested and you want to get on the wait list then please reach out ask me for some more details i'll give you all the info and let you know where you can go to be the first to know when i open up a new cohort in 2022 In the meantime, guys, I'm wishing you all a lovely day, a lovely week, and I will see you next week for a brand new episode.